Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it is Saturday night. This is the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio and he's Ben. Ben, how's it going? How's the rest of your week been? Since, Very slow. Since Tuesday night. Very slow. Oh. I uh, I was able to get to the gym once, so that was cool. But um, yeah, it's just we got a lot going on here, and it's uh, I can't wait to get this fucking kitchen done, man. It's it's so annoying. A whole year, wow. Is that right? That's what you said, right? It will get into the new year. Uh, well, yeah, but we started it in. Uh, oh God, when did we start it? Um. September, I think. Okay. So, I mean, this thing is just dragging on and on and on. It's like a horrible episode of Monday Night Raw. Like, are, 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 are they working every day, or do they... Well, no, right now they're not working on it at all, because they still have to wait for parts to come in, because the, um, the one part they were waiting on, which is the hood to the stove... When they ordered it, it came in all dented and fucked up. What? Why? So, so they have to, they had to order it again, and we're still waiting on it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, for me, I was uh, catching up on Kirby Enthusiasm. I'm on season eleven, which is the uh, latest one that is. Airing now, um, there's like three more episodes left before the season ends, so I binge-watched them all because it's an easy watch, and I believe I off-air I sent you a website that I use to watch it. Absolutely, and uh, and with that, um, I will um, I will check out an episode or two but, to uh, see it. But yeah, but uh, not only Kirby Enthusiasm, you will, you'll also find movies on there from A to Z. Yeah, I um, I looked it, I looked it up briefly once you uh, sent it to me, so it, it looks interesting, and I will definitely be perusing through that. And I found that by accident. All I did was I was because I, I, I really wanted to watch this newest season, season eleven, right? Right. And I just I was on my TV. I I opened Google, and I'm like. Watch Creepy Enthusiasm. And it, that's the first uh, result that popped up. So I'm like, cool. Ah, well, happy accident for you. Yeah, right? So, let's see. Uh, tonight we have an abbreviated show because we already covered Raw and NXT, as well as War Games. Indeed. Alright, so tonight we have Dynamite, SmackDown, Rampage, Time Warp, and Wrestling Roulette. Very good. Now Ben, for uh, for Time Warp, because I wanted to... I wanted to look at uh, Memphis, but I have my iPad charging. So what we are going to do is we are going to take a look at two episodes of UWF, one Mid-South, and one Japan show. Cool. Very good. All right. Uh, Fans, we'll be back shortly. All right. So uh, let's uh, get into the rest of the week in wrestling. We're going to start off with AEW. Oh, yay. Oh, you didn't like AEW this week? Not Dynamite. I thought Dynamite was terrible. Okay. 
Um, do you have, do you have any high point? <laughs> uh, no, not not really. To tell you the truth, I actually have only two, really. Yeah. And, I, and they are uh, Young Bucks against uh, the. Hold on. Yeah, the Super Click against the Best Friends and the CM Punk promo. Yeah, I I did like I did like uh, Trent Barreto's comeback. That was kind of cool. And the rest of the show just was terrible. That battle royal was garbage. Uh, yeah. I did not like that. Now we're gonna have MJF three years in a row. Come on. Well, what is the point of this uh, ring, this dynamite ring? Anyway, I I don't know. That's a good that's a good question. I don't know the answer to, to that. So um, I get go on. But uh, you know, it's just like I'll I'll let this week pass because they were they, you know they're just trying to get to um, winter is coming next week, um, which I think is going to be a really good show. Um, and I do think Rampage made up for what Dynamite lacked. I really enjoyed Rampage, but Dynamite was just completely missable. Yeah, what did you give Dynamite? I would get. I would give it a, a C minus. Okay, I went with a B minus. It was just. It's not good. Well, you're, then you're feeling extra hospitable toward Tony Khan and company, then. Better than Nick Khan. Fucking Well, yes. <laughs> oh, 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 I have to bring this up before, before we go on, because I swear. Ben, now look. Well, what I, about? I saw this, uh, this uh, news item, okay? Yeah. I really hate when these wrestlers that have their own podcasts like uh, give their POVs on things because the way they the way they they uh, give their opinions just stupid sometimes. Ric Flair compared Braun Strowman to Vader. What? Ric Flair compared Braun Strowman to Vader. He said Braun Strowman is is like Vader. Oh, holy fuck! I, I think I'd I think I'd rather listen to the opera that your dad is subjected <laughs> to right? than uh, than listen to to Rick Flair's oh, comparing Vader to Braun Strowman. See, this is why I hate listening to other wrestlers uh, and their podcasts because when they talk and they give their uh, POVs on stuff. It's just stupid. Like, oh, yeah. just oh. Well, well, that particular take was very bad. Why would you... No, you can't do that. That's just stupid. Yeah, I agree. So you have uh, nothing else for AEW? You gave your little points, high points? Well, you said you have no high points. Uh, no, not, not, not really. So your low points are basically the same thing, I guess. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, the 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 low point was um 
Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna give it a, a a high point or a low point because this show just absolutely was a miss. Okay. All right. So we see. We move on to SmackDown. Indeed, and um, the, the high point for me is very easy. Uh, and that is the opening promo between yep. Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn. That shit was entertaining as fuck. Come on. Like, when Brock was like, we're both Canadians. Come on, how do they speak? You're from where? You're from Montreal? Yeah, yeah. How do they speak? You shouldn't say what? Yeah. <laughs> and Sammy's like, well, no, we don't speak like that. <laughs> I kind of, kind of do with the accent. That was that was so funny. I was I was like, come up to Saskatchewan. We'll go hunting. <laughs> well, actually, actually, uh, my dad and I are very much into hunting and shooting. So if I ever had the opportunity to go hunting with Brock Lesnar, I'd be all over that. But I, uh, yeah, I found that entertaining. That's my high point. That was my high point. That was pretty much the only really real high point I had. Other, uh, other than uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Sheamus. Yeah, well, and, and that combination is always a good one. Yep. You know, so I I agree with you there. Uh, my my low points, I have I have a few. Ooh, okay. Um, what do you got? The the Los Lotharios tag team match. What the fuck was that? They're, they're killing Shinsuke. They they killed Shinsuke Nakamura. This guy's even called no champion. Why? What was he doing in the tag team? I, I'm I'm just a little bit confused. Uh, you know, this match. Why would you put Shinsuke Nakamura in this situation? And because Rick Boogs, it seems like Rick Boogs is only there for this purpose, uh, playing that guitar, playing the entrance music. Well, I mean, Rick Boogs is somewhat entertaining, but I mean, I mean, this match is just absolutely terrible. It was terrible. It was bad. What else? So, yeah. Um, I also have. Charlotte Flair versus Tony Storm ending in disqualification. Okay. I just, you know, I understand that Charlotte Flair is a very talented wrestler, but the way that she's presented, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like, and and like, look, I understand she's a heel, and that's part of her job. But I'm not talking about heel heat. I want Charlotte Flair to go away whenever <laughs> she's on my screen. I just don't give a fuck. Okay. And and by extension, what they're doing to Tony Storm in this feud with Charlotte Flair? They killed Tony Storm a long time ago. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, people are going to say, well, she's in the ring with with uh, Charlotte Flair. That's not a loss. Uh, yes, it is, because she's taken two pies to the face and had a disqualification victory. Uh, that's not much of a push in my book. You know, I mean, what the fuck? And then the the rest of the show, even even the triple threat tag team main event was pointless. 
By the way, New, New, New Day is not the best tag team. Thank you. The Usos not, are. The Usos are not New Day. Get out of here. Exactly. I 100% agree with you on that one. Um, you know, and and the and the thing here is, you know, they they make this uh, determination with no build up, no. The match isn't on a pay-per-view. There's nothing on the line. Uh, as far as I know, let me double-check. Ex- exactly. The the tag team titles were not on the line. But yet, this match was to determine the best tag team in, in WWE. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they they were pushing that all night. And this, uh, they had this was a match to determine who the best tag team is. Exactly, and the titles bullshit. aren't Fuck even on. The, and that's the, bullshit. The titles yeah. aren't even on yeah. the line, no, so it's no, like go no, fuck no. yourself. No, 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 shut up. So by by default, I would have to say that would be a low point, right? Yep. Because it makes no sense whatsoever. And and that, uh, yep, no, no, I don't like it. That's a little point for me. All right, uh, so we covered high points, low points. Uh, moving on to Rampage. Uh, yeah. All right. And Rampage was the only show on my TV this week, wrestling-wise, that I enjoyed. Okay, go on. I thought mostly everything on uh, this edition of... Rampage was good with the with the glaring exception of the women's treehouse match. That was bad. Yep. It was just it was sloppy. And and excuse me, but um you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a minute. But let me just run run you down the participants in this match, and then you tell. By the way, it's a great movie, Devil's Advocate, nineteen ninety seven. I had to <laughs> go on. Well, well, I I agree with you on that one. So that that's a very cheap but very worthy uh, movie plug. Um, the Devil's Advocate is a great movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> go on. Okay, go on. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna list off the names of the, of the women in this match, and then you tell you tell me if something is missing here. Okay. So you got Ruby Soho, okay. Tay Conti, and Anna Jay taking on Ny- Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Penelope Ford. Now, what's wrong with what I just said? Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny. Well, exactly, and I thank you. You you understand my point entirely, because because the team half of the match these women shouldn't be in this match. They're they're not at they're not at that level. It's just. I'm sorry, but but everything everything about uh, this was just bad. Um, but uh, but other than that, the rest of the the rest of the show was fantastic. Hold on, I, hold on, hold on. 
even hook. Yes. I thought he looked fantastic. I did. Oh, no. Come on. He, he looks like Michael Stunt had a growth spurt while he was away. <laughs> well, from that, from that perspective, I, I agree with you. But I, so that's hilarious. Hilariously well played, sir. <laughs> but, uh, but from a wrestling perspective... That was a really good showing for that young of a kid. Okay, no, okay, the, the, the match was fine, but like Hook. And by the way, I gotta say this. I don't know if you caught this. Yeah. AEW took now for our listeners. Ben, do you remember the movie Hook? Yes. They took the movie Hook. They put Hook's face on Robin over Robin Williams' face and Taz's face over Dustin Hoffman's face. For his entrance meme? No, no, no. This is a movie. This was their advertisement for Hook's debut. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. It was horrendous. Well, that I would have to. Had I seen that, I would have thought the exact same you thing. Know what? After the show, I'm gonna. If I can find it, I'm gonna. I'll send it to you. You can see yeah. what I'm talking about. And then, even even though I didn't see that, I did notice that during the introduction, uh, Dasha. Um, I don't know what she's going to buy in um, in uh, AEW, but in uh, WWE, she went by Dasha Fuentes. Oh, Dasha Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. she uh, she. Um, the way she introduced Hook, it, it reminded me of the movie a little bit. She's like, this is Hook. I, I, it, it sounds horrible when I do it, but if you go back and uh, take a listen, it's like she was introducing the final boss fight between Peter Pan and Captain Hook. So, uh, you know what, uh, I, I initially gave uh, the Hook match just my low point because I just don't like him, but uh, you know what, the match itself, he didn't do bad for his debut, but I, well, f- f- against well, Fuego del Sol. But you gotta be fair here, okay? Now, if we go back and, and t- for, for instance, I think the best person to use in, in comparison to so this age-wise is Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Right? So if you go back and you look at Dominic Mysterio's debut versus Hooks, if you're if you're honest with yourself, who would you, who would you say had a better debut? Dominic or Hook? So I have to go with Hook on that one because Dominic has a, has a lot of work uh, to do. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not bitching about Dominic Mysterio because the way he took that beating by Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, oh. he when he they earned, when they when they send him into the fifth row, <laughs> jeez. Yes, and he he earned my respect on that alone. But I'm just saying, as a wrestler. I think Hook had a much better showing than Dominic Mysterio. Okay. I mean, because 
Because I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I never liked Hook's involvement in, uh, in Team Taz. I understood it because, you know, he's Taz's son. But he looked like a kid next to, you know, Willie Hobbs and, and Brian Cage and, um, and uh, Ricky Starks. He, he did. He looked like the, the cheerleader of the group, so to speak. But, Ben, let me ask you this. Is he all that in a bag of chips? Based on what I saw last night, he has the potential to be. Fucking Taz. Taz always has to keep us uh, uh, saying stupid things like that in a bag of chips. Just, uh, uh, then no, he's, but, he's but like, that could be a gimmick. Because of the fact that it was his kid and he got to be on commentary to call his kid's first national TV match, I was, you know, call me what you want, but from a human being perspective, I was so happy for Taz. I really was. Okay. I mean, can you imagine how cool that had to be to be able to see your kid you know, debut on TV and be there to call his match. That would be cool. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta admit that that would be cool as fuck. And when when, when I when I saw a picture on Twitter of Taz standing up and clapping for his son as he was making his entrance, I thought that that was cool as shit. I really did. Because if I was Taz in that scenario, I would be proud as hell, my kid. And and on top of that, take away the familial stuff. I thought Hook looked fantastic. I'm just being honest with you. Okay. For that to be his first match on TV, I thought he looked absolutely phenomenal. I need to bulk up. What the hell? What is that? Well. Well, don't knock him yet. I mean, how old is he? Like twenty? Is he? I I, I don't know. I I wanna I wanna look that up. So so, Hook made a fan out of me last night because I was I was prior to that I was a little bit confused as to why he was involved outside of the fact that he was Taz's kid, which I'm not gonna knock because. You know, it's Team Taz, and his son is on the team, so mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't knock him for that either. Let me look up how how old Hook is. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Do you need some music in the background? Uh, sure. Hold on. While while you're doing that, let me pull up some music. <laughs> Holy crap. Alright, let me look back. Okay, I found it. Oh, and with, and with, with that excellent lead-in, uh, it was better than a drum roll. Um, he's 22. Okay. And... and in all seriousness, I didn't know what to expect from Hook, um, but he he impressed the hell out of me last night. 
Okay. All right. So um, for my high points, I gave it to FTR and the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would, I would, I would absolutely agree. Cause I, cause that was one of my two high points as well. So yeah. Um, so Dynamite sucked. Uh, Smackdown was horrible. The, yeah. Uh, Rampage was the better show of the three. Absolutely. All right. So moving along smoothly. Um, uh, now we're going to go into time warp. Oh, well, that was a that was a quick review, but but I have I have to tell you one. Oh there, wait, well, do you have more? Uh, no, but I'm just I'm just saying I was I'm glad that we kind of uh, skipped through SmackDown a little bit because yeah. there was just nothing there. So if it if it sounded a little quick to our listeners. That's because we're not going to subject you to, to extraneous bullshit that's not worthy of a mention. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's move on to time warp. Elio, uh, what do you got for us this week? Okay, our first stop is April 25th, 1986, UWF from the Sam Houston Coliseum. Very cool. And on the on the first match on the card, we had Blade Runners defeating Tracy Smothers and Dave Peterson. Oh Lord! Oh, oh! So I have to mention this. Let me let's back up a little bit. So, so um, within my research about Hook, I fe- I found this very interesting tweet. Oh. Appar- apparently. Uh, last last night was the 30th anniversary of the release of the movie Hook. So that that's that's why they put um, that's why they put um, Hook and Ted's face oh, okay. on the on the I, movie poster. All right, I did not know that because like I don't really look at like the release date of every single movie I watch, right? So yeah. okay, I did not know that. Okay, but, oh, okay that's interesting. So, so so now I have to ret- we have to retract our earlier statement of how stupid that is. That actually made sense. That, that, you know, that made sense, but I'm saying like the way the artwork. Uh, but now I understand why they did that. But okay, so now we'll give it a pass. Yeah, just because of the historical significance. All right. Okay. So the Blade Runners defeated Tracy Smothers and Dave Peterson. The Blade Runners, of course, being Blade Runner Sting and Blade Runner Rock. You mean Blade Blade Runner uh, Ultimate Warrior? Or as he was going by, Blade Runner Rock, Rock and Sting. Oh God. <laughs> then we had Coco Beware defeating. Terrace Bulba. Who? Now, now, pardon me if I sound stupid, but who was Terrace Bulba? You know what? That is a good question. Let, let me look that up real quick. Now, just, just spell it for me. What? What is it? Oh, T A R A S B U L B A Bulba. Oh, let's see. 
my god. Did, did they base a wrestler based off of a novel? Because that's what I'm getting here. Oh no. Why? What do you what do you see? Because because now there there's a book uh called Terrace Lola and there's two movies based off of that book. That could be where they got that. Remember this is nineteen eighty six, Ben. <laughs> oh god. Alright, let me see when the movie was made so that we can we can get some uh what what year was it? Oh my good god! Uh, uh, all right, yeah, it, it appears that it, it was based off of the uh, book and movies. Holy fuck! <laughs> oh god, this is just terrible. Okay, match number three: we had Chavo Guerrero defeating Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Oh shit! The hell? Sorry, I'm. What the fuck? I can't. No, I was looking at uh, net. I'm sorry, I was looking at Netflix. Uh, for Terrace Bulba. Very, very good. All right. Oh, okay, so the next match had <laughs> Chavo Guerrero defeating Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Oh, I I heard you, but I was I was covering up for my computer's noise. Then, yes. we had, then we had Terry Taylor defeating Jack Victory. Wow. And and follow that, we had a Mid-South North American Championship match. Champion Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeating Korsia Korchenko. Congratulations on saying that name effectively. Fuck. <laughs> And in the main event, it was the UWF Tag Team Championships. The Fantastics defeating the Sheep Herders, Butch and Luke. Oh, God. Well, well, now we know why they were renamed the Bushwhackers, because the Sheep Herders, as a name, is terrible. But, but, they were some... Two pretty mean dudes as the sheep herders. Nothing like what they were as the bushwhackers. Yeah, the bu- I, I I will admit to that. The bushwhackers as a theme wasn't very good. Like, if you were to see them as the sheep herders in, in a match, they were bad. They're like, uh, these guys uh, like had bloody matches. Yeah. And from there, we're going to go back to August 18th, 1982, Mid-South TV taping from Shreveport, Louisiana. Very good. And we open up with Kevin Von Erich defeating Billy Starr. Up next, we have the Mid-South Tag Team Championships, the Trunk Champions, Trunkier Dog and Mr. Olympia defeating... The Rat Pack, which was made up of Ted DiBiase and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh my god. I, I never knew that. I've never heard of the Rat Pack in wrestling. <laughs> Neither have I. Then we had Dick Murdoch defeating Tugboat Taylor. Who the hell is Tugboat Taylor? He was another competitor from the 80s, uh, not to be confused with Tugboat from the WWF. 
But no, I wouldn't have confused it, but I'm just, you know. No, for our listeners. Yeah. Then we had the Louisiana Heavyweight Championship. Iron Mike Sharp defeating Killer Khan to become the new heavyweight champion. I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you what, those jobbers in WWE are certainly having bigger careers on the uh, on the indies and what ben, such. Ben, think about this. Iron Mike Sharp, this guy was the most recognized, one of the most recognized enhancement talents in the WWF in the 80s and 90s. Yet, in the Mid-South Territory, he was a big name. Yeah, that's always funny. What? <laughs> we, we have enough rhythms right here, singing back here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are, you, are you good? Oh, my God. oh boy. Am I, I, I going to kill my cold on the air? Oh, Hold on. Okay. Ladies and we'll be right back. Alright, Ben. So moving on, we had Mr. Wrestling 2 defeating Mike Bond. Very good. Then we had Buck Robley defeating Skandor Akbar by disqualification. Now, have you heard the name Skandor Akbar? Yes. He was manager for TNT, who later became known as Savio Vega. Oh man, that is such a small world. God damn. Then we had Iron Mike Sharp defeating Mike Bond. Again, this is a TV taping, so they had some guys working twice. Then we had Killer Khan defeating Coco Samoa. Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated Frank Monte. Then we had the North American Championship online. Champion Teddy Biasi defeating Dick Murdoch. Mr. Wrestling 2 defeats Billy Starr. Buck Robley defeated Tugbo Taylor. And One Man Gang defeated Vinny Romeo in the final match of the night. Uh, okay, cool. And from there, we go over to Japan for the WBF Super World of Sports show from Nagoya, Japan. And we have uh, a total of four matches on this card. So here we go. Very good. <clears throat> we have in the first match, Shawn Michaels and the Berserker defeated Kendo Nagasaki and Kenichi Oya. The Berserker, huh? Why does that sound familiar? Remember the Berserker? He used to wear the Viking hat. He used to carry a sword. Oh, God. He used to go, hus, hus. I tried to burn that out of my memory. I really shouldn't have asked. <laughs> In the second match, we had Ultimo Dragon defeating Bestia Salvaje or Savage Beast. 
the British Bulldog and Naoki Sano defeated versus Tatsumi Kitahara and Shinichi Nakano had no winner. And in the final match of the evening, the Takano brothers defeated Riki Fuyuki and Takashi Ishikawa. Alright, very good. Don't you love the short little cards? So four matches. Uh, and now our final stop for this evening. Back to the UWF for, cha- for uh, taping at Sam Houston Coliseum on January 9th, 1987. All these cars from before I was born. What, are you trying to tell me I'm younger than I think I am or what the hell? <laughs> well, you're getting to hear a lot of matches that took place that you wouldn't think would have ever happened. Yeah, and, and and that's part of what's really cool to me about this segment is I get to learn something. So we had the opening match. The Missing Link defeated Buddy Roberts. Missing Buddy Roberts, of course, of the Freebirds. Of course. Then we had Terry Taylor defeating Eddie Gilbert. That's surprising. I don't don't know why, but for some reason that surprises me. Chavo Guerrero defeated Jack Victory. Are we talking senior or junior? Senior, senior. Okay, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) because I think junior might have been a little young. Okay. Then we had Gary Young defeating Mike George. Bill Irwin defeated Jeff Gaylord. Savannah Jack defeated Sting. The fabulous Freebirds versus Akbar's Army went to a no contest. And by the way, I don't you love autocorrect? I went to type fabulous Freebirds, and autocorrect uh, replaced Freebirds with the fabulous Freebies. Oh God! Yeah. The, so, f- funny story. Funny story, real quick around um, autocorrect. So I, I was I was texting my my friend the other the other night, who happens to be a girl, and I don't know what I was trying to to say inside text, but but for some reason it came out as yes, sir. <laughs> So I had I had to like quickly follow up and I said I say I hate autocorrect. Obviously I wouldn't intentionally call you sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I despise autocorrect. And in the main event we had a steel cage chain match with the one man gang defeating Hacksaw Jim Duggan. A steel cage chain match. Steel cage chain match because one man gang, if you remember, used to carry a chain to the ring. Right. So that's why that's where the chain part comes in. Okay. So those are the four cards that we have for you tonight on Time Warp and Ben. I will be back because I'm going to go grab my iPad for Wrestling Roulette. Okay, very good. Alright, so now we are back. We are in our final segment of the evening wrestling roulette. Of course, I play 21 entrance themes, and my co host has to guess whose theme that belongs to. Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. 
All right, number one. Here, play, play it again. Okay, one more time. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, uh, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Oh, you know what? I played five seconds of it. Uh, we usually go ten. Okay, I have to remember that. <laughs> All right, Razor Ramon, you're up one nothing. Absolutely. Next one. Oh God, I'm I'm gonna kick myself, but I I really don't have any idea. It sounds familiar, but I don't know who it belongs to. Do you have a guess? Um, no. The one, two, three kid. Yeah, there's no way in hell I would have got that. Okay. One and one. All right, here we go. Skinner? No. It is Papa Shango. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one either. Okay. Now, oh, before we go on, Ben, last week um, there was a song, there was one theme that we didn't know who it was. It was called Heartless. I had to go and look it up afterwards. It was David Hart Smith. Oh, God. What? Ah, okay. So you are one in, yeah, two. one in two, one in two. Here we go. <laughs> well, well, hopefully we we won't be uh, the victim of any tombstone pile drivers this evening. Uh, that would be the Undertaker. That was the Undertaker. Okay, here we go. Clue. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's a tribute one, so we don't usually play tributes or pay-per-view themes. Uh, no. We'll so let me, let me move on. No, that's another uh, theme it's called Heart of Elite. Okay, next one. Undertaker, you really are taking up a lot of space, my brother, but uh, that was the that was the American badass version. Attention horror. <laughs> Just seriously. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Medusa? 
don't it's know. An, it's an AEW theme. Okay, either AEW sucks at themes or their audio system sucks because I never hear the themes. No, um, their, their themes are terrible. No, I have no idea. no idea. That is Sunny Kiss. Uh, we're, we're not even going to count that because uh-huh. because that's uh, I, I'm protesting that. There's no way anyone will ever get that because <laughs> she's never on the show or he, I, he no disrespect whatsoever. But all right, yeah, where is he? We haven't seen Sunny Kiss at all. Yeah, th- that's my point. Okay, so what do you what do you on? What is- it's three and two, so this this will be the official number six. All right, here we go. Chavo Girl. No. That's gotta be. No. Oh, um, is that Eddie? What the fuck? Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, 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 that's Eddie. All right, yeah. so you are now four and two. Okay, cool. Number seven coming up. It's a new day, yes it is. <laughs> Don't want to take a guess. The new day. <laughs> the new day. All right, number eight coming up. We already had that one. Come on, yeah. take or something unintention for. Let's go. The evil is mine. <laughs> the, the fuck? Oh, oh, okay. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. I was gonna say when you were like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, no, no. You, you better know this. Come on. What the, what's wrong with you? No, no. It's just, it's just. The, the first part of that, the evil is mine, always strikes me as weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I said, what the fuck? All right, here we go. Nope, that one's a Fozzy theme. That's not even a, an entrance theme. Up next. Well, this podcast is kind of X-rated with the language, so it's fitting that Mr. Valvinus would make an appearance. All right, what are you up to? Uh, I think that was seven and two. Okay. Up to nine. Okay. Number ten coming up. I don't know. Did the teenage mutant ninja turtles make a cameo? 
Ladies and gentlemen, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ben's last show. I, I have no idea. That's the Midnight Express. That is one of the greatest entrance themes ever. The well, Midnight my, Express. My apologies. Whoops. Oh, I love <laughs> this theme. Oh. Okay, up next. That's, uh, this is number, no. 11. All right, here we go. Number. No, no, that's the Rod Diva search theme. <laughs> I was going to say, don't subject me to that. Oh, you would have gotten it? Probably, yeah. Here, I'm going to just play a little more of it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I definitely would have got yeah. that because that that's uh that sounds a lot like Tom Petty, and I remember um I remember them using that. Oh yeah, real good girl. Okay, yeah, now I recognize yeah. the name. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not gonna count that because it's a Diva Search theme. No, no, of course not. Come on, Undertaker, something attention for. Thanks. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. What is it? Uh. Go ahead and tell me. It's a Ministry of Darkness. That's not... No, it's not. That couldn't be. Yes, I have it written here. Ministry of Darkness. It's one of their unused themes. That's why well, then that doesn't, that doesn't count, then, because if it's unused, you dip. How would but I that's why these albums are called Uncaged. This is all the extra stuff. Yes, but I never got those albums, you dip. So it doesn't count. Well, because they, weren't, they didn't exist uh, when you were growing up. These were all digital. There's, and I never listened to those. Well, why not? I don't know. All right, so what are you up to now? Seven and three. Uh, seven and three still. Seven and three? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is number... Wait. You, number 11 was a couple of songs ago. That was the Express. This is number 12 I just played. Okay, so that... Okay, seven and four. You're supposed to be counting these. I thought you said you were uh, keeping track. I'm working on it, bitch. Just keep playing. Uh. Yeah, I don't have any clue. That is Damien Sandow. It, it, it says the rock mix of Hallelujah. Yeah, I, well, I would have never gotten that. I think that was another one of those unused things. Let me, I'm going to play a bit more because I have to hear this. Yeah, I know. That was just weird. All right, up next. 
So it's seven and five, right? Uh, yeah, seven and five. Sounds like a demonic Christmas theme. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is another AEW theme. This is Ivelisse. Oh, she's not even with the company anymore. What? We're not going to count that. I haven't heard that theme in, like, ever. You're so, making up all these rules as we go along. What's going on? All right, all right. I'll keep it. Seven and six. You don't have a problem with this one, do you? Uh, Mick Foley. All right, because this is was on Uncaged. Well, because because I still recognize it. All right, I'm just saying. That's why I said you don't have a problem with this one, do you? No. All right. Um. So seven, no, eight and six. Yeah. Chris Masters? No. Hmm. Because I, I recognize that one. I'm starting to piss myself off. Um. Or, uh, was that, uh. That, was that Chris Nowinski? No. Okay, what is it? The world's greatest tag team. Oh, you motherfucker. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not doing too well here. <laughs> so, 15, I believe. This is 15? Yeah, 7 and 7, so this is 15. Okay, up next. 16... Was a raw theme. No, I feel the WCW theme. You know what? I'm not counting this. This time I'm not counting this. Hold on. So, up to number sixteen. Still. No, this will be fifteen because we're seven and seven. No, stop with the Undertaker. Okay. Here no, we we're, I'm sorry. We're eight and seven. So you're right. Sixteen. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> you want to think of yes? I know I'm sexy, Elio, but the, the, it's not uh, my theme. It's not my theme music, it's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number 17 coming up. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say.
He's aging like fine wine. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Very good. Up to 18 now. We have three more. Mm hmm. Not even a guess. No. That is Cameron Grimes. Well, okay. Hey, that was the first time we've had uh, an NXT theme on here. Alright, 10 and 8. Okay, 19 coming up. Is Shark Boy. What? Shark Boy, his WCW theme. TNA sucks. Alright, 10 and 9. Alright, so number 20 coming up. Thank you, AEW, for doing his legacy justice, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. All right, last one. You ready? Good guess, but no. Alright. One more. Uh, no, who is it? Jinder Mahal. Oh my god, he got... I don't recall that theme worth a damn. Okay. I think that was uh, one of his early themes that he used. Yeah, well, at least I was above 500, but Jesus Christ. Uh, this week was a hard week. Uh, yeah. Undertaker quits hogging the spotlight. Seriously. I know, seriously. What are you doing? Jeez. Watch, she's going to come after me now. <laughs> That's all right. All right. So, Ben, we're seeing the show to a close. Let's do that. All right, fans, that's it. Another episode of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Bye for now. Colossal, we come these renegades.